0: Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by
1: General Tire.
0: It's Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio Redefined. With Kenny Sargent,
1: Beijing Dr. Douchebag,
0: Crash Gladys, get
2: in crash position, and Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the freak coming on freak.
3: Well, Freak Nation, of living easy and living free is what I've got right about now, then damn it, I'm proud to be saying I'm living easy and living free or whatever the hell I just said. How you doing, man? Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. I've often said working in news for, geez, I worked in news for maybe five, six years, and I swore I would never do it again because the deadline's right up until the last second before your show hits. I just couldn't handle it, man. You couldn't get a pencil out of my backside. And that's exactly what the hell was happening. <laughs> that's been tonight. Yeah. Statman laughs because he knows exactly what I'm talking about.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I got yeah. visions. I've seen you with trying to get those pencils out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and they got, just they just blasted through my head at that moment. Yeah. Wait a minute, I got to clear that all out. Now. <laughs> yeah, hey, you got three or four people trying to
3: yank on that pencil. You can't, no freaking way. How are you doing again, Freak Nation? <laughs>
5: well, let's just add to this because Kenny, right. I think when you and Statman were doing news together back in the day. You didn't quite factor in a toddler being a part of this as well. So, yeah, you've been working on deadline for the past two hours, trying to squeeze in all these last-minute things that come up, and then all of a sudden a little three-and-a-half-year-old going, oh, wait, me, wait, wait, don't forget me, pay attention
3: to me. Well, we're going to pull the curve back a little bit, Freak Nation. I mean, Statman, think about this. You go out out there and produce a big-ass news program with a four-year-old around your (laughs) ankles or a three-year-old. All day.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I had some four-year-olds... That were thirty five and fifty <laughs> that you had to work with, but that's another story.
3: Don't talk about Connie Little that way, Statman. <laughs> Bob Jimenez, come on! Yeah. Freak Nation! We are live from the infield of Phoenix Raceway, and coming up in the show, you're going to hear from your race winner. We caught up with him a little bit of one on one with Matt Kenseth. What's the one song that this dude was thinking about? As he was rolling to victory this afternoon at Phoenix Raceway, it may or may not be a surprise, and it may be a little bit of shade on a couple of other drivers and maybe a team owner. Speaking of team owner, we caught up with Joe Gibbs, NASCAR Cup owner, and of course, he's got a couple of drivers in and a couple of drivers out. Uh, Joe Gibbs is going to be joining us here in the Freak Nation, and Brad Kozlowski, speaking of a driver that's in, this dude watched it unfold in front of him with Chase Elliott running for the lead and then Matt Kenseth with some veteran moves taking that lead away from him consequently giving him that giving Brad Kozlowski that front door entrance into the final four in Homestead did Chase Elliott remind you of anybody statman when he gave away that lead
4: oh <laughs> yeah it reminded me of uh, Kyle Busch several times. But, uh, yeah, whenever you – he's going to have to learn how to handle pressure and fight it off. People aren't just going to pull over and let you uh, as, as you know, stay on your back bumper. You're going to have to learn how to keep him behind you.
3: So we're going to hear from Brad Kozlowski, Matt Kenseth, uh, Joe Gibbs, your team owner, who, of course, is got one more race with Matt Kenseth. That's in Homestead. And Kyle Busch and his other driver that's in the ch- – I'm trying to keep up with all this, Mattis. His other driver that's in the, the Final Four, Crasher?
5: Okay. In the Final Four, Kyle Busch, Martin Truex Jr., Brad Keselowski. Who am I missing?
3: Kevin Hart. Kevin Ke- Hart Okay. He's only got one. Okay. He's only got one. God almighty. And Like I said, a damn deadline. Expect me to get this stuff? Hell no. So, yeah, it's going to be a huge show. Oh, no, by the way, Brittany Force, who wrapped up oh. – the 2017 Top Fuel Championship. She couldn't find her backside midway through the season. And what does she do, Statman? You talk about not folding under pressure. She's got to go to the finals to win her free No, each. no, no.
5: She, she clinched it in the second round. Oh! But because Torrance lost to Antron Brown, and she obviously won in that second round, she clinched it there. However, just the entire day for John Force Racing was uh. just nothing but stress because... Okay, you celebrate. Yay, Brittany clinched the championship. But then she was still going around. So, yeah, you're still wearing out your crew members to get her to the finals. In the meantime, Robert Height in the semifinals blows up and goes through the sand trap against his teammate, Courtney Force, yet still takes the win. It's just, oh my God. Absolute stressful but elation day for John Force Racing.
3: Statman, did you have a chance to make it out to Pomona the last three or four days? <laughs>
4: No, I've been on a dude ranch in New Mexico for the last five days. Dude. Whoa, dude!
3: <laughs> All right, we're gonna reset with our affiliates it's not coming
6: quite
7: speed, in, and we're uh, yeah. coming up
3: your crash, Gladys, Pit nudes and notes, babe.
0: We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the Freaks.
3: We are welcoming in our second set of affiliates here in the Freak Nation. you got Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. How you doing, man? At Speed Freaks on Twitter, Facebook, speedfreaks.tv, or your website. Coming up tonight, we have Brad Kozlowski. Ran his way into the Final Four in Homestead. Your winner from tonight, Phoenix Raceway. Matt Kenseth will be in here. And Joe Gibbs from Joe Gibbs Racing will also be here in the Freak Nation. Brittany Force will be in here. And in the second hour, you don't want to miss this interview. Alba Colon, this chick from Puerto Rico, wields a lot of power in the Chevy garage in NASCAR. And we'll share that with you coming up in the second hour in the Freak Nation. This segment brought to you by our good friends at Lucas Oil. you log on to LucasOil.com to find the Righteous Loop for your Righteous Ride, always choose lucas oil crasher all right let's just start with nascar that's where
5: you and i are in the infield of phoenix raceway right now kenny and johnny sauter we saw him take the win in phoenix on friday night his second win in consecutive weeks william byron won out in the xfinity race on saturday and all right let's talk sunday what looked to be a relatively boring phoenix race on the cup side at least through the first two stages turned out not too shabby Really sucked for Jimmy Johnson, though, as a blown tire ended his day and his shot at an eighth title. And then Chase Elliott in the 24 missed out yet again on his first win and also at his shot at the championship. All because, well, just one of the greatest talents at NASCAR, Matt Kenseth, he pulled ahead at just the right time to take the win. His first win at Phoenix since 2002. Oh, and this for his final race at this track. A bit emotional? Yes. But was Kenseth having fun? Uh, Yeah. Catch our interview with him in just a minute. 30 minutes on to nhra their season finale hello robert height blows his motor races through the sand trap in the funny car semifinals but it's all good he still went on to the finals and was able to wrap the title hello oh and his teammate Brittany force yes she won her seventh race of her career and clinched the 2017 championship only the second female to do so in top fuel dude all right bo butner and pro stock same story the win and the title doesn't get much better than that eddie Craywick. Wrapped his fourth title in Pro Stock Motorcycle, the winner for Pomona, Andrew Hines. And, of course, you saw you woke up with Formula One racing in Brazil earlier today. Sebastian Vettel dominating most of that race. But how about your already confirmed champion, Lewis Hamilton, driving from pit lane, charging through the field to fourth overall. That's why is the champ. Wow. Yeah.
3: It, uh, uh, Crash, Gladys, pit news and notes brought to you <laughs> by Lucas Oil. You log on to lucasoil.com.
0: Sports Radio, Redefined. Redefined.
3: The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance summer tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks.
8: If the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe each time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas' unique formula fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you will find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And it's 100% guaranteed, so there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak.
5: Hey, cat owners, stop killing the earth. Yeah, you heard me right. You've done angelic work by rescuing cats from death row. Now do your part to save the planet. Dump your old clay litter, part of 8 billion pounds of waste clogging up landfills yearly, and go to catspotlitter.com. Order the all-natural, all-organic Cat Spot Litter. It's made of 100% coconut, it's long-lasting, it eliminates odors, and only weighs 5 pounds. Oh, and delivered to your door for just $15 a month with free delivery hello look unlike old dusty heavy clay litter that we're so used to cat spot litters work is not over when the litter box needs to be changed when your cat spot litter has run its course you dump it in your garden your lawn compost it it contains natural nutrients and absorbs water you've saved a cat's life now go save the planet at Catspotlitter.com. Your cat will thank you, and the planet thanks you. Organic, odor-eliminating, and just 15 bucks a month. Catspotlitter.com.
1: Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names, like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and and Superstars of Racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV.
3: speed freaks on a sunday night thank you guys for hanging out we're chasing down Brittany force right now nhra top fuel winner from pomona and your 2017 champion
5: first female champion in top fuel since 1982 say that again first female champion in top fuel nhra top fuel drag racing since 1982 but then again She's only the second female to get a title in NHRA Top Fuel drag racing.
3: Statman, man, let that soak in just a little bit, right?
4: That's incredible. We've talked about we've talked about this earlier, Kenny, in an email. Uh, Alan Johnson. I mean, what can you say about her crew chief, <laughs> Alan Johnson? It's just hard to believe that the the man has taken Brittany, who's got what three years experience in the car and put her in the same sentence with uh, t- uh, Tony Schumacher, Antron Brown, Larry uh-huh. Dixon, Big Daddy. I mean, these are some of the—Shirley Muldowney. These are some of the biggest names in the history of drag racing. And now you got to add Brittany Force's name in there. And to me, with that, despite all the qualities she has, the talent she has, it's Alan Johnson. Just a phenomenal crew chief.
5: It's incredible, though, to go back to what Kenny was saying before we went to commercial break as well, in that the season did not start off so well for Brittany Force. So between Brittany and Allen and the rest of the crew guys figuring out what was not working, and we'll, I'm sure we'll ask her about some of this at least when she does end up calling in, but to, to make things turn around in the middle of the season. I mean, Statman, you're, you've talked for years about how what it really takes to make a champion, and it takes someone to just tolerate the absolute lowest of lows and know that better times are coming, and that pretty much describes Britney's season. Britney and Alan Johnson together.
4: You're you're right, Crash. Uh, but I just, it's amazing to me in, in drag racing, probably more than any other motorsport, the crew chief is in control, yeah. and uh, uh, Alan Johnson. Has I mean, how, how many championships with Tony Schumacher? Is it eight and uh, uh, or six before uh, Alan left? And Tony won two more. I mean, it just it's just incredible that the man is just quietly a uh, Svengali and uh, took a, a woman who had only had uh, what two years in the car before this year. And made her a champion. A champion. You you can't say that enough. Made her a champion.
3: Yeah, say what you will. By the way, you got Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Thank you guys for being a part of this. We're talking about what a female has done this afternoon in Pomona. We're talking about John Force's daughter, Brittany Force, winning a Top Fuel championship. And it just, we get so caught up in what's going on right now, whether it's Hollywood or politicians or just in the workplace when it comes to the denigration of women from men and what Brittany force what she's done i mean this should be championed to the highest mountains there in southern california stat man but the sad part about this and i don't want to throw any shade on it on the on nhra I just don't know if she's with the right organization that can properly get her. You know what, though? Maybe with her being a force,
4: Statman. Exactly. And power, exactly. Yeah,
3: you know, with her being a force and that power that he has with his team, maybe this will be that catalyst that gets a female in front of those that typically wouldn't do it, stat.
4: It's you're absolutely right. If there's anybody, if she'd been with any other family, it wouldn't have made it. been the Coletta family or with the uh, Schumacher family, it wouldn't be the same thing as being part of the John force machine. And she will have a chance to be as big as anybody in drag racing.
3: Freak nation. And she joins us right now. The last time we had her in here, she won herself a big old race. And now she's won herself a championship flying those cat spot litter colors, baby yeah baby Brittany Forrest <laughs> your 2017 top fuel champion that sounds badass Brittany
9: thank you I'm still trying to wrap my head around it It just seems surreal it's been an amazing day I mean when we came to Mona we did it all the monster team I mean number one qualifier won the race and brought home the championship and Robert doubled up next to us so this day could be any more perfect Brittany put yourself gosh shall we say Denver and your season
5: still wasn't really going that great did you even imagine that the turnaround could have been this great yeah you know
9: it's just it's unbelievable we we turned a corner right in the hunt for the countdown and that's really what it comes down to that's what it matters you just have to hang in there all season long and when you get into that countdown that's where you really got it figured out and uh you know find your focus and and our team really pulled together we we I mean we we brought home wins and uh in the countdown and that's huge. That moved us right up to number two. So coming into Pomona, we went to the finals last week in Vegas and then coming into P- Pomona we were um number two, just a round out from number one. So I knew we could do it. I knew we just had to get around Torrance. It was gonna be tough. It wasn't gonna be easy, but I was very confident in my monster team. I knew uh I-, I didn't see it ending like this. This is just unbelievable, but I'm so pumped, so excited.
5: As you should be. Brittany Force, two thousand seventeen NHRA top field champion. Oh, yeah, she's the race winner, too, but let's <laughs> talk about the championship right I now. Know. And Brittany... I, yeah, it's, Go ahead.
9: It, it just—it doesn't seem real. It's, you know, it doesn't seem possible, but the reason it is possible is because of all the support that I have with my, with my sponsors and John Force Racing and, you know, my entire team, Alan Johnson, Brian Houston. They're the reason we got here, and I'm so proud to be teamed up with all of them, and I... <laughs> I'm still not used to hearing people
4: say champ. Uh, it's yeah. unreal. <laughs> uh, Brittany Force is the 2017 NHRA top field champion, so yeah. I'll throw it in there one more time so you could hear it and maybe get used to it, Brittany. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, were, we were talking before you uh, came on the show about your crew chief, Alan Johnson, and the magic wand that he apparently waves over you and mm. the car to turn you into this year's champion.
9: I know. And um, Alan Johnson's been amazing to work with. And, uh, you know, just, it, it's incredible. He's won so many of these. And um, the fact that we were able to do it together is, it's huge. And um so proud of him. Brian Houston, my entire team, we came together as one. You know, it wasn't going to be an easy fight this weekend, but we pulled together this monster team. They never gave up, and we kept fighting. And, uh, you know, it's pretty cool how it all turned out.
4: Now, Brittany Force, this is a delicate question, but you went to Top Fuel instead of Funny Car, where your sisters uh, had success, and now mm-hmm. you've had the ultimate success in Top Fuel. You've hinted at uh, maybe switching licenses or at least driving both cars. You've tested in the Funny Car. Does this championship change your desire or your interest in going to another uh, another okay. category?
9: You know, I, I it's been a big year for me. I mean, especially how it's all ended up, but I earned a funny car license this season and um really it's to give us options down the road. Um, you know, if if I need to get into a funny car, I just wanna drive something. I wanna you know, I, I don't care what I'm driving as long as I'm in a car I'm driving something. That's the biggest deal for me. But uh that top field car, that's home and um I'm feeling pretty confident with it and uh you know, it, it's it's been a hell of a season. Um it's been a long season. It's been we've had our ups and downs, but I'm so proud of everything we've accomplished.
4: But the uh, let's let's go into that a little bit further. Uh, does it make you stand out a little more? John Force Racing has had huge success, of course, all of his championships in Funny Car. Will it make you stand out a little more if you <laughs> you want a championship and maybe continue to win and be a factor in another nitro category?
9: Absolutely. I mean, that's it's what it's all about. Um, you know, it's, again, I still can't wrap my head around <laughs> everything that's happened today. But um, I don't even remember what you asked me. <laughs> 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 that is no problem. <laughs> hey, man, that is so
3: badass. Brittany well, that's Boston. the answer right there. That, the yep. answer. that is so badass. Now, now, Brittany, we'll end it with this because we know you want to. Oh, oh, no, no, Christ, no. You got one more. I got
5: to get to superstitions because, Brittany, you've talked about oh. how you and your sister are very superstitious. There's certain things that go on in the staging lanes before every race. That final's coming up. Did
9: your dad invade your private space? Did Courtney come in yeah. there? No, what happened? Alan made sure that he kept his distance. They had an agreement <laughs> that my dad's not allowed to bother me on race day. And so my dad would do a few laps around the car on his uh, scooter, and he'd. he'd um, signal to me he'd give me hand motions of what he was trying to say because he's not allowed to talk to me but um you know i'm so lucky to have his support i'm only here because of him so i have to thank him he's given me this opportunity and uh he's he was on the starting line crying today when uh you know we took home the big win so it's pretty cool it's pretty cool to have my whole family support out here you know getting to do what i love and bring home a championship
3: Hey, Brittany, when my daughter went to the bathroom by herself for the first time, I was crying and on my knees. <laughs>
9: yeah, I've seen photos. It's pretty unreal. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right, Brittany, flying fly the Monster Energy colors and, of course, cat spot letter colors on that Monster Energy top fuel dragster.
5: Oh, my gosh, Brittany, put your cat next to this championship trophy. i got to see pictures I know. of that. I know.
3: <laughs> right? Hey, Brittany, uh, what was the, What were the first words, if he could get them out of his mouth, that your daddy, John Forrest, said to you when he saw you? He just you?
9: said, I love you. I'm so proud of you. Um, you know, I, I, when I finally got to him, he just climbing out of his race car. Uh, he's just gotten beat, and he jumped out of his car, tears in his eyes, and we just <laughs> hugged him. It, it was a pretty special moment to be able to share that with him.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> so badass. Wow. Brittany, we, uh, enjoy the banquet. Enjoy your time off because you Thank certainly you. earned this. We are very proud of you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. There it is. Awesome. Brittany Forrest, your NHRA top fuel champion, champion for 2017.
4: Didn't I tell you that, Alan, we talked about that, that story was that Alan told John to stay away? <laughs> and she just confirmed <laughs> it. It's an incredible story. I just can't get over what Alan Johnson, how successful he is. Yep. And, and more importantly, She's mature enough and talented enough and smart enough to listen to him and do what he says and drive the car, because Allen's not behind the wheel, drive the car to a championship. It's just a stunning story, and I don't think it's going to get enough, uh, enough play uh, in the NHRA. I just don't.
3: You know, you can compare this to quarterbacks who flounder, or they're just average Until you get a a quarterback whisperer, coach, or offensive coordinator, or just quarterback's coach, who gets in there and really finds the true Jones of that quarterback, and that's what Allen Johnson is. Is Allen Johnson? Put that out on Twitter, Crasher. Allen Johnson is a is a top fuel driver's driver whisperer.
4: There you go. I'll put that out there. Right? Yes. Statman? <laughs> without question, without I mean look what Andy Reid did with Alex Smith when he left yep. the 49ers and came to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, there's all sorts of of realities around Guys who just have that ability to make you better. They're coaches. They're not gym teachers. And they're able to get the best out of you. And on the other side of that coin, there's a, a lot of them who have massive reputations. You know, I'm an Ohio State fan, and everybody talks about Urban Meyer, how he walks on water but he's had JT Barrett for five years and Barrett still doesn't know how to throw a, uh, a flag pattern yeah. into the end zone uh, after five years. Uh, so, you know, and name the, name all the quarterbacks that Urban Meyer has <laughs> sent to the NFL that were ready Oops. to play. Oops. Uh, that's, a, that's a real short conversation.
3: Oh. Freak Nation coming up next. As you can tell, we're pretty damn excited Brad Kozlowski, a definite friend of the Freak Nation. I, I got some personal stories to share about BK, but more importantly, we caught up with Brad Kozlowski as he worked his way into the Final Four of the NASCAR playoffs coming up in Homestead. He joins us next, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Hole Studios. I need myself some man Scat.
9: Good evening, my fellow citizens. It's
4: a Congratulations to all four NASCAR Cup Series drivers who qualified for the championship run next Sunday at Homestead. But looking at the potential 2017 champions, you might get an idea of why new fans aren't drinking the NASCAR Kool-Aid these days. Kevin Harvick is 41, been at the cup level since 2001. Martin Truex is 37, been at the cup level since 2004. Brad Keselowski, 33, at the cup level since 2008. Finally, Kyle Busch, 32, been at the cup level since 2004. In short, these aren't new names here. No young guns, no breath of fresh air at the front of the line. No new names means no new fans and no real growth for the sport. So if there's no room for new blood on the track, don't expect any in the stands or in front of the TV. Solve that problem, guys. Peace.
10: Motorsports Radio Way find. Hey travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. Call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online.
2: 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Pooldog.com is the best place to buy billiard supplies online. In
8: addition to having the guaranteed lowest prices and the largest selection of pull cues and accessories in the industry, Pooldog also provides unsurpassed customer service with free shipping on orders over $99, including to APOs, and a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. And be sure to use the code SPORTS at checkout For a 5% discount on your order, give them a call at 866-843-3249 and sign up for a free catalog or go to pooldog.com.
11: That's pooldog.com. The Lodge at Tiburon is steps from the ferry docks and nestled among Tiburon's upscale boutiques, charming cafes, and unique galleries. Dine at the award-winning Tiburon Tavern, serving innovative dishes prepared with ingredients grown in our very own gardens. Starting from $199 a night, join us at the Lodge at Tiburon and create long-lasting memories. For reservations, call 1-877-614-6068. Join us at the Lodge at Tiburon or go to Tiburon.com.
3: Stephen Piercy of R.A.T., huge drag racing fan. I'm sure he was out at Pomona. Check him out on Twitter, Crasher.
5: Yeah, See right. Steven Piercy,
3: I damn guarantee he was there.
5: Pomona always pulls out. So yeah. Just a lot of rock stars.
3: Just in case you were wondering, this is Lay It Down by R.A.T., their first big-time album back in the day, Lay It Down. Um, man, what a weekend. It's too bad it takes all freaking year to just get some legendous racing. <laughs> and stories its greatness you know stat it's you know it took uh it took uh, 300 laps before we got into really some tight uh, in your face holy s moments with nascar but damn it we got it. it it i i stat i thought about you when that happened with chase Elliott and matt kenseth i thought matt kenseth is tony stewart whatever the hell that was chasing down kyle bush to win the championship Kyle Busch oh, is six? Chase Elliott. I just the scenario that Statman Man brought up many many years ago. It's like Stat Man nailed it. Matt yeah. Kenseth, here's this guy that's never won. Well, like 15 years he won it, Phoenix. But here's this cagey
4: veteran Stat It's like I got you, punk ass. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't. He didn't rush to it. He he knew he was faster. He was probably getting the times from his uh, from the pits, and he knew he was going to run him down. He was gaining, you know, a, a half a second a lap, and he had 20 laps to go. And once he got there, uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 oh, uh, like well, Elliot, Chad Elliott, just Chase. didn't have the experience to keep him behind. He didn't know how to do it. And Kinseth went around him. And to Kinseth's credit, uh, he deserved it. He's a nice guy, and des- nice guys deserve to have success.
5: And to Kenseth's credit, one of the greatest tweets after that pass for the lead to take the win, Mario Andretti on Twitter, at Mario Andretti. Hey, at Matt Kenseth, if I had a team in NASCAR, you'd be my driver. Great job at Phoenix Raceway. No doubt you still have it. Hey, no.
4: Yeah, it's easy to say that now because he doesn't have a team. Uh, And all the guys that do have teams apparently aren't stepping up or aren't admitting to stepping up. I think the issue is money, like we talked about before, and he wants what he deserves and what he's earned, and most people want to pay him like a newbie, and he doesn't want to work for that, and more power to him. He's not an idiot. He probably has money, uh, and he's smart enough to be able to do something else.
3: We're going to catch up with Matt Kinseth coming up in about 10 minutes. Yeah. Is that when we're going to jump in with him?
4: So many
5: NASCAR interviews yeah. coming up, so, yeah,
3: let's do it. I'm going to pull the curtain back real quick. When do we break? We break at 37? Holy smokes. Do we have enough time for, for Brad Kozlowski? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, we actually do. Uh, Brad Kozlowski, who worked his way into the top four, joins the Freak Nation. Brad Kozlowski, I don't want you to run through me the last 10, 15 laps, but can you give me kind of a synopsis of what was either coming in your ear from your crew chief or what you were
12: thinking, in, out, in, out, in, out, in. Yeah, just what a long day, and you just never know how these things are going to end up. Uh, you know, feels like we got a little bit of a smile from up above to make it, to be quite honest, and sometimes that's what you need, and we'll take that and move on. But uh long, long day. Um, you know, with the 11 wrecking out, I looked like he had a flat tire, and then the 24 looked like he was going to win, and you're just up and down, up and down, and it's not over until it's over.
3: You look at what the 11 did and then what the 24 did, and you've been in situations before where you've really got to put it up there against the wall to get that certain
12: finish to move on. Could you Can you identify what those cats are going through? Yeah, I mean, it's, this is just tough racing. I mean, you, when you have single races that determine the championship, it's it's tough. I mean, it, there's such a roller coaster of emotions, and small little variables can make the biggest difference in the world for your entire season uh, of work. So, Man, it can, it can be a gut-wrencher for sure. It's it's one of those uh, days that you don't want to have to do over and over again, I'll tell you that.
3: I think your average finish here is about top 15, like a 14 or 15 spot. You've never won here. Coming
12: into this race, were you that concerned that you needed to basically win it to get in it? I thought we were a, uh, you know, a uh, fifth to 10th place car, and they dropped the green, and that just wasn't the case. I, I don't know what happened. Uh, we didn't have the performance we wanted. So that was uh, frustrating, but uh, once we saw that, it, it pretty much became survive the whole race, and, Hope you get a smile from up above, and that's exactly what we did and exactly what happened.
3: Now, you getting in that last slot, tell me what your week is like. How much are you thinking about this leading up to Homestead? Can you drop it once you
12: see your daughter, once you see yeah. your girl, once you see your family? Well, I can tell you, I'm looking forward to flying home and seeing and doing just that, seeing my my uh, family and spending some time with them and trying to be normal for a few days. Can you do that for the next 48 hours? Yeah, I think so. And Brad Kozlowski
3: walks out. That's how we roll here in the Freak Nation. Brad Kozlowski, Matt Kenseth, these are dudes we've been talking to for a long, long time who take time out to join us here in the Freak Nation just because. We've been putting mics in their face. We've been doing this for damn near 18 freaking years, Freak Nation, and we've been doing it since these dudes were in the lower tier series. So it's fantastic that we get these guys. Coming up next, Joe Gibbs and Matt Kenseth. Matt Kenseth with a big win at Phoenix Raceway. Joe Gibbs with a big win and a driver that's in. Coming up, Speed Freak Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios.
0: Speed Freaks, motorsports radio, redefined. The Extreme
3: Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance summer tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental
8: Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. If the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe each time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas' unique formula fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you will find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And, it's 100% guaranteed, so there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak.
5: Hey, cat owners, stop killing the earth. Yeah, you heard me right. You've done angelic work by rescuing cats from death row. Now do your part to save the planet. Dump your old clay litter, part of 8 billion pounds of waste clogging up landfills yearly, and go to CatspotLitter.com. Order the all-natural, all-organic Catspot Litter. It's made of 100% coconut, it's long-lasting, it eliminates odors, and only weighs 5 pounds. Oh, and delivered to your door for just $15 a month with free delivery. Hello. Look, unlike old dusty heavy clay litter that we're so used to, Cat Spot Litter's work is not over when the litter box needs to be changed. When your Cat Spot Litter has run its course, you dump it in your garden, your lawn, compost it. It contains natural nutrients and absorbs water. You've saved a cat's life, now go save the planet at catspotlitter.com. Your cat will thank you and the planet thanks you. Organic, odor eliminating and just 15 bucks a month. catspotlitter.com
0: Redefined.
3: Weeks on a Sunday night from the Lucas Oil Studios, live from the infield Phoenix Raceway. It took it about 290 laps, but damn, but we finally got a race out of it here at Phoenix Raceway. Uh, last hour, or excuse me, last segment, Brad Kozlowski joined us here in the Big Nation. Coming up in moments, we're going to hear from your uh, NASCAR Cup team owner, Joe Gibbs, with Matt Kinseth and Matt Kenseth himself. Uh, big five finger death punch fan no 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 no.
5: yes he is big metalhead matt kenseth who knew i mean you did kenny because you guys have talked about it a couple of times over the last 10 years when since he's been coming in the freak nation but it's still i can't quite picture matt kenseth and heavy metal
3: there's a band that he okay i just gave it up five finger death punch and there's an interesting song that he was thinking about during those last 10 or 15 minutes and the title of it I think you'll understand why he was thinking about five finger death punch. Again, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night from the Lucas Oil Studios. Thank you guys for hanging out. The website speedfreaks.tv. Joe Gibbs coming up. Uh, Brad Kozlowski was last second in Matt segment. Matt Kenseth was is coming up. Brittany Force was in here about thirty minutes ago. And again, you go to the website speedfreaks.tv to catch up and catch up on what you've missed here in the Freak Nation. You want to go Gibbs or Kenseth first, Crasher? I wasn't a part of the Gibbs interview, so let's just do Gibbs. Okay, so Joe Gibbs, dude's won himself some Super Bowls with the Washington Professional Football Team, and of he won't course, say it. He
5: won't say I'm it.
3: I'm not going to say it. And of course, <laughs> has won himself some championships in the NASCAR Cup Series. Just name the drivers. You want to go Tony Stewart? You want to go Kyle Busch? Just go on and on. Joe Gibbs plays a significant part in the Cup Series. He's got four teams: Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin is out. He's got almost said Joey Logano. Holy smokes. Help me out here, Freak Nation. Daniel Suarez. Daniel Suarez. And who's the four? He, that's right. He just, he just has three. It's not four, right? We, we went through this, damn it, last week. Right? Kyle. Oh, and, well, De- cause, no. no cause Kyle, Kenseth, Denny. Because Matt Kenseth is gone. Okay. Yeah. All right. He's got Kyle, four right now. Kyle,
5: Denny, Kenseth, and Suarez.
3: Regardless, Joe Gibbs knows about winning and losing. He's watching Denny Hamlin get a little bit pumped by Chase Elliott. Uh, it's Joe Gibbs with the Freaks. Coach Joe Gibbs joining the Freaks. And Joe, you've got a couple of cars in the in Homestead, and you've got one guy that's leaving the team. Some mixed emotions going on here at Victory Lane, isn't it?
7: No, it, it was a day, really, the thrill of victory with Matt. It was just awesome having him win this race. I hope he does great things for his future and what he wants to do. Uh, he's been such a class guy and drove his heart out today. It was a great race with a lot of emotion. And then we had Denny, which is, you know, the – agony of defeat, I mean, with what happened with Denny and FedEx, felt so bad about that. Uh, but, you know, it was a great day for Matt. We want to make the most of this.
3: I've often wondered, as a team owner, when you have guys that are doing so well and guys that aren't doing so well, how do you split that personality of yours to, to compliment or not to?
7: It's one of the hardest things about this sport is, uh, you know, when you got multiple cars, you leave the racetrack, everybody's not going to be happy. And you hate that. But also, it's part of what we do, and it's part of the teamwork. It takes multiple cars up here to be able to win and figure everything out and afford to race the cars the way we race them. So uh, it, it just, uh, but it is hard. It's hard. Did
3: your time in the National Football League dealing with those different personalities, the offense is having a good game, the defense isn't, help you prepare you for this?
7: Well, the principles are the same if you get good people. You're gonna win, you know. In football, if I pick the right 45 football players, they're gonna make me look good. It's the same thing over here. It's having the right people, and um, I, I think we got the right people at Joe Gibbs Racing right now. Uh, you got to have real talent, and in the NFL, you got to have quarterbacks. Over here, you got to have drivers, and so in football, you got to have coaches, and over here, you got to have crew chiefs. So it parallels, and it's a team sport.
3: Joe Gibbs, thank you, buddy. All right. Thank you. You know, Statman, listening to that conversation, knowing the pressure that winning a Super Bowl a few times as a professional uh, National Football League coach, the significance of that when you got 150 million people watching you and maybe half of that's cheering for your team. And, and, it just to 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 talk to a guy like that that's won such a legendous a trophy it just would seem that yeah you know, winning a cup championship stat is significant and I'm not going to say it pales but to be able to bring that to these garages is so significant.
4: Championships are hard and I it's not even funny that fans demand, that their teams win championships. Championships are hard at any level. And I've won championships in sports with 10 people watching, and most of those were parents who had to be there. So it's <laughs> it's difficult no matter what you do at any level. And for him to do it at the highest level of the sports that he's been involved with makes it even More significant that he's able to put the people together like he said to get a driver or quarterback or a coach or crew chief and all the centers and guards and tire changers and and uh, uh, suspension people. I mean, it's just hard, and he has been able to do it on every level in two different sports. I think that makes him a Hall of Famer in life, much less. In the NFL or in NASCAR?
5: Hmm. Hmm. Look, look at that. Is he in the Hall of Fame yet? The NFL Hall of Fame?
4: I, uh, uh, when I was saying that, I don't know. I, I don't think I, he is. Yeah, well, hold I mean, on a it, it, Really? I don't know.
3: Yeah, he's it been out in the NFL. It, what is it, six years in the NFL? Yeah, absolutely. It's got to be.
4: <laughs> if, he's, if he's not, you know, there's some stupid people that ought to have their uh, their right to vote taken away from him because he, you you just can't do what he's done uh, at, at to leave and come back and be successful on both trips. I mean that's incredible what he's done to build championship level programs in two different professional sports.
5: Uh huh. Was named to the Pro Football. Okay, not the NFL. Hold on. Was named to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio, and this is a press release from 1996.
4: Yeah, really? that's the that's the NFL. 60?
5: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. All right, cool. So at least he's there. Soon to be in NASCAR Hall of Fame as well. Maybe not soon. He's got to get out of the sport first.
3: <laughs> you know, I mentioned to Brad Kozlowski about how he and a few other drivers will pick their way to us to get in front of our microphones or in yes. front of our in front of our cameras. Matt Kenseth is another one of those guys. I'm going to tweet out a photo. Let me preface this with – we, we oh, caught oh, we, we, we it with Matt Kenseth. Wait,
5: hold on. Before you go to that, because I have a feeling you're going to talk about our daughter, yeah, Little Free Kenley, at Little Free Kenley on Twitter, by the way. <laughs> We're talking about Joe Gibbs, and Henley was in victory lane today. She wanted to see the winning car whatever. It is all about the car. She didn't care about Kenseth. It was the car, the car, the car. And then suddenly I'm like, Henley, we have to go because we have to go do some other things. She was throwing a fit in the middle of victory lane. I had no idea that she's throwing this fit. Right behind TV, I was literally standing right behind Chris Devota and Kyle Petty. Had no idea that this was going on on TV. And so once I figured that out, I'm like, all right, I made a beeline for the exit from Victory Lane. <laughs> and on the way out, because Henley was kind of moving a lot in my arms, she kicked Joe Gibbs. She kicked him in the arm, and I go, I'm sorry. I know.
3: Hell, yes, she did. I'm a Cowboys fan. I told her. It was telepathy. I said, man, you kicked that dude in the nuts. I looked up at him. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Hey, coach, I'm sorry. And then I interviewed him.
5: And, you inter- <laughs> and then, yeah, it was about five minutes later I found out Kenny just got an interview with him. I'm like, okay, good. Thank hey, goodness Joe, we were together. Joe
3: Gibbs, I love you, man. I love you. Cowboys. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. Henley kicked Joe Gibbs, so, and then she did something else at that Before Matt we get
3: to the Matt Kenseth interview, at the end, Matt want, wanted to talk to Henley the entire time. She's, you'll hear her during this interview. She's going, Money! It was just here. She's sitting over there with a the headset. After the interview, again, this is a f- almost four-year-old who didn't have a nap, so she was pretty much bitching oh. all afternoon. Oh, yeah. All right. So Matt Kenseth wanted to take a picture with her. Matt Kenseth says, Henley, want a picture with me? She goes, no. No. <laughs> Everybody up there from the press saw this happen.
6: <laughs>
5: Matt's just like, okay, I get it. I have a three-year-old. Yeah.
3: And eventually, we got all of us together, and I got a picture. And she wouldn't. She kept putting her head on my shoulder, head on my shoulder. I said, screw this. I grabbed her by her ankles, turned her upside down, and we'll tweet that photo out. <laughs>
5: so yes, we have a picture with Kenseth in an upside-down Henley.
3: So Matt Kenseth, here you are. You're not in the playoffs. You're not with Joe Gibbs next year is your last race at phoenix with joe gibbs you got one more race at homestead uh, but were you paying attention to the madness that was a couple of those drivers chase elliott and brad Kozlowski about working their way in
14: to the playoffs well it's been off and on track for us we've uh, had some great runs uh, let me start that off matt kinsett you haven't had a great <laughs> you haven't had a great
3: result here in phoenix You've had, well, I think it was 15 years ago, your first win, maybe averaging 17th over the last 15, 20 years
14: yeah. here at Phoenix. Did you think you had a shot? Well, it's been off and on track for us. We've uh, had some great <laughs> runs. Last fall, we we ran really great here and had to race in hand and, of course, caught that late caution and, and got wrecked out. Um, and then we've had some bad runs here, like we've had some crashes and blown tires and, and things like that. So it's been an up and down track. I've always liked it. Um, just, you know, it's just a real finicky place to get the car exactly like you want it. And we had a good car right away yesterday, so I felt like we were going to contend today. Are you hearing from your crew chief or anybody as the madness is going on between those that are in and those that are out? No, not at all. Never talked about it. We just worried about our car and trying to get it better and, um, you know, try to get it where it needed to be at the end.
5: However, having said that, when you did make the pass up against Chase Elliott to take the lead and then, of course, take the win, I know you're a metalhead, Matt Kenseth. What, describe that moment in a metal song.
14: Uh, you had to go there, huh? So, um, you know, man, I shouldn't say this. For whom the bell tolls? No, I just got under and over it in my head from Five Finger Death Punch right now. I don't, I don't know why. I never did,
6: I don't remember.
14: probably shouldn't and that's not exactly how i feel but um i run the five finger death punch a lot and um it's great I even it's great to run with
5: are you a marathoner as well everybody's a marathoner these days
14: i've been training i'm gonna run a half in uh, in december jamie's running the full mcmurray and i'm running a half so i've been uh, i've been running a lot lately um just i needed something during the week to be motivated and aim at And uh, that's what I've been doing. And plus, you just feel so great when you're done running. And it kind of takes me away from everything for an hour or so.
5: But drivers aren't athletes. Come on.
14: Well, I'd say some are more athletic than others. But I would say they're all technically athletes. Jimmy Spitzer, even? Uh, He'd be the others. Some are more athletic than others. Um, But I, I tell you what, you wouldn't want to fight Jimmy Spencer. (laughs) <laughs> you knock your block off, man. Matt is the joint of the freaks. And, Matt, is, it is bittersweet last time at Phoenix, at least right now, for Joe Gibbs. What are the plans now? Oh, man, just, uh, you know, got another one more race left. You know, got another seven days of this and go out and, and try to race hard, get us another win at Homestead, and then, um, you know, get through the banquet and Thanksgiving and all that stuff and take some time off. I've got a four-year-old to my right. The significance of this little girl right here. No, 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 when no, you, you already messed that up. She just told you she was three. Just told you. Actually, she told me.
5: How old are you?
14: She's free. The significance of a three year old that you can.
3: I got a crappy day. I go home to that and it's all over with because it's just, it's golden.
14: Yeah. Yeah. um, You know, family um, definitely puts things in perspective for sure. Congratulations, buddy. Always proud of what you do, man. Thanks, man. I always enjoy talking to you guys and seeing you. Thanks.
3: Brick Nation, just go back and do do yourself a favor. Punch in the lyrics of Under and Over It and you'll understand the significance of Matt Kinza thinking about Five Finger Death Punch. I mean, the title, Under and Over It, man. I'm over it, dude. Just don't let your almost four-year-old listen to that song because there are some bloody freaking gnarly lyrics oh, in there. Are there
5: are cuss words.
3: Yes, there are. Oh, my goodness.
5: How dare they?
3: And how about this? It's interesting how you'll remind someone that you're sitting with a three- and almost four-year-old, dude, you just dropped four F-bombs in front of my daughter. Really? I didn't know that. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's, you just don't. It, it, it's part of your everyday vernacular, stat, man. when you're, you're just. <laughs> wait, wait, wait.
5: Is that the story of our weekend, or is that the story of the fact that that's media people in motorsports? Yeah. <laughs> it's.
3: I, I just had, I mean, Statman's not one to drop the f's or the no. s's. He's not. He, he had his he had his s cleaned up a long effing time ago. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's it's the wow. best try, with with me trying to bite my tongue around my daughter, but to hear others, it's fantastic. My my favorite is, bla, 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 F this, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Well, it's. <laughs> It's certainly in 19-freaking-75, man. I guarantee that, that, man.
4: What are you going to do when she starts dropping those into the conversation at the dinner table?
3: Ah, uh, where's that Jack Daniels bottle? It's half empty right now. <laughs>
6: yeah,
3: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, every time, you know what? That's it, it's that, man. Every time she cusses, Daddy's drinking.
6: Oh, wow. Yeah,
4: You've tried you Jack, and you've tried Jim, and you've tried all of their friends, haven't yeah. you?
5: <laughs> Jameson.
3: Uh, uh, and then I've tried Southern, and Statman saw me with Southern one night.
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That, yeah. That, that, that Suffice to say that we almost put out a 911 when Kenny didn't show up the next day.
3: <laughs> and Stat's right. I did not show up the next day until that evening. <laughs> yep. Listen, honestly, we got a break here in about twenty seconds. But when you're drinking Southern Comfort in a Ford Explorer driving through customs, oh jeez, You know you're in for it. Not that I was doing it. Somebody was. He wasn't seen the next day. <laughs> oh my <laughs>
6: gosh. Don't,
3: don't laugh, at that. Do not laugh. Second and hour, the- Speed Freaks coming.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Human greatness, babe. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, rated five.
2: Once again, that's 800-932-5517.
10: the
3: Second hour of Speed Freaks coming up this hour. Her name is Alba Colon. She wields some incredible power with Chevrolet in the NASCAR Cup garages.
5: And she's been a power threat for Chevrolet in all facets of motorsports leading up to her big-time Cup career now.
3: Got Got a big advance in National Hot Rod Association in the NHRA. Was actually part of the initial kickoff. If how, let's go back, let's go back about eighteen, nineteen years. Freak Nation, nineteen ninety nine was it, Crasher? The NHRA Pro Stock Truck Ooh, Series was Stat that man. Was it ninety eight or ninety nine?
4: I think it was ninety eight, uh, but yeah, because uh, not by ninety nine, the big pressure was to bring Sport Compacts online.
3: Yeah, how about that? <laughs> she she's from Puerto Rico and she is killing it in the garage. I even say we caught up with her earlier. I even say at the beginning of the interview. I had no idea who this woman was, what she did until Phoenix Raceway, which, by the way, we're in the middle of Phoenix Raceway tonight and Lucas Oil Studios. I had no idea that she was part of Chevrolet, who this woman was. Statman, had you heard of Alba Colon before?
4: Oh yeah, we've. T- I think we've talked to her on the air. We've had an interview with what? her. I've talked to her before, and I'm pretty sure it was in an interview. I think it was. I don't think it was the NHRA. I think it was when she was with IMSA. But yeah, we've talked to her before. She's a massive talent in the uh, uh, General Motors hierarchy, executive hierarchy, and everywhere she goes, success follows.
5: Yeah, wow. she's one of those who maybe fans, racing fans, wouldn't necessarily know her or her name, but behind the scenes, she is wicked powerful and she's wicked talented. So yeah, that's she's she's good.
3: It, it's an, just think about this though. Again, we've talked about this with Brittany Force, and we don't we we'll, we'll get into this when we play the interview. The significance of a woman's success. I sound like old white dude, but this is a fact. The Significance of a Woman's Success. Oh, she's from Puerto Rico. She has darker skin, and she's a female. And she has stories with Tony Stewart, Jeff Gordon. Dale Earnhardt Sr. Chase Elliott, Dale Earnhardt Jr. This woman is, is directing these guys mm-hmm. with her yeah, engine program.
4: Yeah, it goes beyond her. She has control over their monies. If, if, it, if it wasn't for her, some of these guys wouldn't even be in the sport. So, yes, she some of that has to do with her controlling the purse strings. But the rest of it is that she knows what she's doing. And as much as any man has ever done the job, and like I said, wherever she goes, success follows. So she must have a very good uh, ability and talent and uh, ability to get things done.
3: So she's going to be joining us this hour. You don't want to miss this interview with Alba Colon. It is incredible. This is a this is a girl, again, raised in Puerto Rico, who admired – I don't want to give the entire interview away – admired a female astronaut. She wanted Crash, to be an ast- What?
4: I'm, I'm cutting in on you here. Crash, tell him she's not a girl.
3: I,
5: I almost cut him off on that. But he's talking about – he's – he kind yeah, of fast-forwarded his words or maybe rewound <laughs> his words in the sense of when she was Ooh. a girl, and he kind of said it so fast that it, yeah, I, no, Statman, I'm, I'm with you. Sorry, I kind of no. looked at him like, she ain't no girl. she's a woman. Dead,
3: deadline news, man. That's what happened. <laughs> Top of the show, trying to put stuff together. But that's
5: funny. Statman and I both were like, wait,
3: wait, wait, choose your words. Come Listen, on. I'm about to tweet out a picture of me holding my daughter upside down with Matt Kenseth. Can you not multitask? I'm trying to not do that. <laughs>
5: See there? <laughs> okay. But when it, she was a girl, got it. she wanted to be a famous... Oh, she was. She idolized a f- famous female astronaut. So,
4: so We've got some dalabonics it. going on here, don't Fame. we, Crash? <laughs> <laughs> it's,
5: it's when Kenny talks so fast, he just skips a few words oh, that, you know, like gosh. pronouns and, and adjectives Listen, and things that belong.
3: I've, <laughs> I never claimed to be a linguistics genius like Statman or Triple F. You guys are gods when you can piecemeal... Your words together, but damn it, I'm holding a four-year-old by her ankles with (laughs) Matt Kenseth.
5: That's Kenny's talent.
3: Bam!
0: (laughs) Speed freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The freaks.
3: It's brought to you by good friends at Cat Spot Litter, catspotlitter.com, 100% organic. You order it at catspotlitter.com, 15 bucks monthly, delivered to your door for free. Weighs about five pounds, and when you're done with it, throw it out on your lawn, put it in your potted plants. Don't contribute to the eight billion pounds of clay cat litter. Save the planet. Save your cat. Catspotlitter.com. Crasher?
5: All right, let's start with NASCAR. We are sitting here in the infield of Phoenix Raceway, at Phoenix Raceway on Twitter. Johnny Sauter taking the win in Phoenix on Friday night. He also won in Texas last week, so that's two consecutive weeks heading into the championship race in Homestead next weekend. William Byron won out in the Xfinity race on Saturday, and then today, Sunday, seemed to be kind of a boring race, at least through the first two stages. Turned out, not too bad. Did suck for Jimmy Johnson, though. Blown tire ended his day and his shot at an eighth title. Chase Elliott missed out on yet another win and it was all because uh, one of the greatest drivers in nascar matt kenseth yeah you saw mario andretti's tweet matt kenseth would be his driver matt kenseth pulled ahead at just the right time to take the win his first win at phoenix since 2002 and this is his final race at phoenix a bit emotional yes did you miss our kenseth interview last hour check it out tomorrow speedfreaks.tv nhra it was their season finale in pomona robert height Blowing his motor, yet racing through the sand trap and into the final, still taking the title. Tommy Johnson Jr., the race winner. Teammate to Robert Hype, Brittany Forrest, yeah, won her seventh race of her career and clinched the 2017 championship. Bo Butner doing the same thing in pro stock. The win and the title. Eddie Kraywick wrapping his fourth title in pro stock motorcycle. Andrew Hines, the race winner. Miss our Brittany Force interview last hour? Again, check it out, speedfreaks.tv. Formula One raced in Brazil, Sebastian Vettel dominating most of that race. And how about Mr. Champion, Lewis Hamilton, charging through the field to finish fourth overall. Yes, that's from last to fourth.
3: Crash class pit news and notes brought to you by our good friends at Cat Spot Litter and catspotlitter.com. 15 bucks delivered to your door monthly, free of charge, delivery.
5: Delivery. Delivery. Like that. DiGiorno.
3: Coming up, more from Joe Gibbs, Matt Kenseth, and Alba Colon here in the Freak Nation, man.
0: Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.
8: No matter how big your car or truck is, nothing in your engine takes more abuse than its oil. But with Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer, your engine oil will last longer to do the job it was designed to do. Protect your engine and offer peak performance. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer eliminates dry starts, lowers engine temperatures, and prolongs the life of your oil up to 50%. Don't let your engine be caught dead without the protection and performance of Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer.
5: Hey, cat owners, stop killing the earth. Yeah, you heard me right. You've done angelic work by rescuing cats from death row. Now do your part to save the planet. Dump your old clay litter, part of 8 billion pounds of waste clogging up landfills yearly, and go to CatspotLitter.com. Order the all-natural, all-organic Catspot Litter. It's made of 100% coconut, it's long-lasting, it eliminates odors, and only weighs 5 pounds. Oh, and delivered to your door for just $15 a month with free delivery. Hello? Look, unlike old dust, needs to be changed. When your cat spot litter has run its course, you dump it in your garden, your lawn, compost it. It contains natural nutrients and absorbs water. You've saved a cat's life. Now go save the planet. At catspotlitter.com. Your cat will thank you and the planet thanks you. Organic, odor eliminating, and just 15 bucks a month. Catspotlitter.com.
3: The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance summer tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks.
1: Grab it and hold on tight.
0: You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined.
3: Thank you Lucas Oil for making this segment possible. You log on to lucasoil.com. You got a boat, motorcycle, a big ass truck. They yeah, got the right lube for your righteous ride at lucasoil.com.
5: Is that? Now, nah, we can't blame Lucas Oil. But I'm wondering if there was an oil if there was something just wrong because In tonight's game, I mean, of course, we're sitting here doing Speed Freaks, a national motorsports radio show, but of course, it is the fall. That means Sunday night football. Something was slippery when Brock Osweiler threw a football out of bounds and hit a fan.
3: Whoa. (laughs)
5: Yes. Yes, that apparently happened tonight while we are sitting here doing this show.
3: How in the hell did that happen?
5: Watch Broncos quarterback Brock Osweiler accidentally hit a bystander in the face with a throw out of bounds. Awesome. How does that happen? How you, does that happen? Is that
3: gift gonna live on forever? Yes.
5: <laughs> Statman, you have all the all the ammo to <laughs> laugh at the Broncos this oh, season. Man. It is just a freaking train wreck.
4: <laughs> that's gonna be the meme of all memes, just like they're in his binder fumble. Uh that's gonna be the meme of all memes, hitting throwing the ball out of bounds. I mean, he's a guy that got cut by the Cleveland Browns who And have needed a quarterback for 15 years.
5: Yeah, and the Broncos brought him back. Why? Why? It's so odd.
3: It's all right, though, because you guys think about this. When Statman's Cleveland Browns finally win a freaking game. Statman. You know what? Let Let me bring up some Statman music here for you. I know how much you. I know how much you appreciate this. I mean, oh, that's is Cleveland is, Brown music? Is is this what they come out to, Statman? is you gave me grief on the on the text about Atlanta and Dallas. <laughs>
4: hey, I'm so used to the Browns losing. I mean, they they scored a touchdown halfway through the third quarter, and the people were jumping up and down like they'd won the game. That's how bad it is there. I mean, it just it's staggering. How stupid these people have become! I, I just I just don't understand. They know they know more football than I'll ever know, but they look pretty stupid now.
3: You want to just listen to this dirge, <laughs> Statman man, for another two minutes?
4: No, that's that's their uh, in, that's the music for the beginning <laughs> of the television show. <laughs> it's their walk up. <laughs> that's their yeah, that's their walk up music. Oh my gosh! Was I just it last year or was it two years ago? That's when been somebody... the last fifteen
5: years. No, no, no. I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but was it last year or was it two years ago when a fan, of lifelong Cleveland Brown fan, passed away, and it was in his written letter, his his will and testament, that he wanted Cleveland Browns fans <laughs> to be his pallbearers because he just wanted to be let down by the Browns one last time. That's
6: human greatness. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That is
3: so freaking good. I mean, God. Oh. And, and, and the significance of the Browns is they still sell season tickets, which is worse, that man.
4: The team... That- or the people that still buy season tickets to watch the Browns. Well, that's just a part of their life in Cleveland. You know I mean? They, <laughs> they won a championship with the Cavaliers. But you can, you cannot imagine what would happen in the entire state of Ohio if the Browns ever won a Super Bowl. Ever won a Super There's like two teams that have been around for the entire uh, length of the Super Bowl. And they've never been there the cleveland browns and the detroit lions and they both played today, and the lions won so that's how bad cleveland is
5: yes we are a motorsports show but there is just a lot of wicked nfl stuff going on today this evening we just talked about brock osweiler and of course the cleveland browns that's always wicked but what's this i just got a sports break come through my cell phone nfl owners reportedly discussing the nuclear option of making Jerry Jones forfeit the ownership of his cowboy. Oh!
4: <laughs> oh, my word. Where, where right? Is <laughs> yeah! Oh! <laughs> Come
3: on, babe! Let's get down to party! <laughs> oh. Yes, that man! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh.
6: Bleacher
5: Report came out with this 21 minutes ago. CBS Sports 19 minutes ago. And, yeah, those are the only two that are reporting it so far. But you know that's going to pick up some steam for the Monday sports talk shows.
4: Guess, you know. who, won, guess who won that battle between him and, uh, and the commissioner? <laughs> Paul, uh, Hmm. that come on, give me the commissioner's name. Roger Uh,
5: Goodell, you almost said Tagliabue, didn't you? Yeah,
4: (laughs) yeah. I got the I got the filter in place before (laughs) Tagliabue came out. Uh, But yeah, he he battled against him getting a an extension on his contract. And uh, Goodale said, yeah, extend this. (laughs) And now now they're going after him. And all he wanted to do was drain the swamp. And now he's up to his eyebrows and alligators.
5: On Sunday, Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk cited a league source who said, quote, multiple owners already have been discussing the possibility, which flows from Article 8 of the NFL's Constitution and Bylaws, one of the sections of the article allows the commissioner, commissioner to essentially force the forfeiture of a team if the owner has, quote, been or is guilty of conduct detrimental to the welfare of the league or professional yeah, y'all football. A good time
3: out there. <laughs> 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 yeah! Come on! Mark Cuban, come on in, baby! Three billion dollars! <laughs> the Cowboys are yours, babe.
5: Yeah, explain yourself, because our listeners in Dallas are going to be like, oh, I thought Kenny was a Cowboys fan. I'm a
3: huge Cowboy fan. I am not a and I'm saying this on on the Cowboys affiliate. 105.3 The Fan. I'm just not a big current ownership of the Cowboys fans. Uh, Cowboys ownership. <laughs> what the hell did I just say? I'm You're not, not a fan hu- of
5: the ownership of the Cowboys, but you love the Cowboys.
3: I uh, love me some Cowboys. I just – man <laughs> – Stephens just.
5: This is full entertainment for him.
3: Oh my gosh! My
5: Broncos are sucking. There's drama amongst the Cowboys. stepman has got a cigar in his mouth right now, going, "Yep."
3: Yeah, he's going, "Yep." That that walk-up song for the Browns is killing yeah, me. Yeah,
4: right feel now. feel the pain now, partner. Feel the pain.
3: <laughs> oh man, I promise you, we are going to get to Matt Kenseth. And Joe Gibbs coming up next. Joe Gibbs on a race win and a driver moving on to the final four. And Matt Kenseth, his favorite metal song is he was crushing it at Phoenix Raceway. That's next. But first, how about your Statman Scat? Man, and damn it, I do want to talk about Statman Scat. It is significant. Why? Well, give it a listen, dammit. Good evening, my fellow citizens. Man, I'm
4: Congratulations to all four NASCAR Cup Series drivers who qualified for the championship run next Sunday at Homestead. But looking at the potential 2017 champions, you might get an idea of why new fans aren't drinking the NASCAR Kool-Aid these days. Kevin Harvick is 41, been at the cup level since 2001. Martin Truetz is 37, been at the cup level since 2004. Brad Keselowski, 33, at the cup level since 2008. Finally, Kyle Busch, 32, been at the cup level since 2004. In short, these aren't new names here. No young guns, no breath of fresh air at the front of the line. No new names means no new fans and no real growth for the sport. So if there's no room for new blood on the track, don't expect any in the stands or in front of the TV. Solve that problem, guys. Peace.
0: Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, Radio five.
2: At Robert Half, we know finding the right employees is a job in itself, and it's a job we love. You see, Robert Half isn't just a staffing firm. We're people, people who believe in finding the right people to fit your company's needs. Because employees who are a good fit are more productive, more engaged. Finding a great candidate isn't easy,
5: but at Robert Half, we know it's possible. Robert Half, the experts in accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, and administrative staffing. Learn more at roberthalf.com
8: backyard's looking great, Rob. Thanks, man.
15: I was planning on adding a deck, too. Know any good contractors? Why don't you just ask HomeAdvisor? Home what? HomeAdvisor.com. You just tell them about your project, and they match you with local pros that can do the job. Nice. How much does it cost? Oh, HomeAdvisor's totally free to use. Plus, you can read customer reviews, check pricing, and book appointments for free. What's the website again? HomeAdvisor.com. Or just download the free HomeAdvisor app.
6: (laughs) HomeAdvisor.com.
11: And now, today's General Steel building tip. Buy a large lot with a friend or family member that can be split into two smaller lots. Some of the most appealing properties may be much larger than what you want or can afford, yet the seller may not be willing to break up a large parcel. So, if you can share the cost with someone else, preferably someone you don't mind having as a neighbor, you may be able to pick up a great building site for a reasonable price. And now, a word from General Steel.
1: Stocks are soaring, and construction spending across America has been on the rise. If you've been waiting to build, the time is now. Whether you want to expand your business or you want to build a new garage, call General Steel today. Our metal buildings are custom designed for your needs. For example, a 40 by 60 is a great space for an auto shop or a three-car garage. And if you call General Steel today, it's on sale now for under $25,000. Call 844-91-STEEL. 844-91-STEEL. That's 844-91-STEEL.
3: So, something happened at Phoenix Raceway today that I'm getting some good ribbing. I'm getting some good grief from people that, you know, just see my white ass, blonde hair.
9: Is it blonde?
3: Okay. A lot of gray, a little bit of (laughs) blonde in there. But there's one dude on this show who's been a part of this show from the beginning that could certainly back me up. Of all people. Uh, we're driving from the Lucas Oil trailer outside of Phoenix Raceway. By the way, it's Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We're in the infield right now, Phoenix Raceway. If things are closing down, I think, except for us. So we're driving through the infield, a little bit of pre-race. Excuse me, driving through the outside the stadium. Grasher's with me. I think Henley's with us as well. I, think I don't know which time this is. Uh, 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 yeah, I think she was. Uh, yeah, she was with us. And... We're headed back to our compound here in the infield, and I said, Crasher, we got to stop. we got to stop. There's Master P.
5: <laughs> oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> yes. And Kenny did a fan thing that I, I have did. never seen Kenny do. Of all the celebrities you've been around for the past 40-some-odd years, what did you do with Master P.?
3: I said, well, stop. we got to stop this golf cart. I walked over there and got a selfie stat man <laughs> with Master P., <laughs>
4: Are you kidding me? You, you know, you this is a joke, right? No,
3: no, hold no. on, no.
5: and let me back this up by saying I was also with Kenny a couple of years ago. Was at Super Bowl forty-nine in Phoenix when Kenny just happened to be in the elevator with Demarco Murray, and he had a total fanboy moment and just kind of was like, uh, and froze. Did not get a selfie with Demarco Murray, but here he actually stopped his golf cart. Golf cart went back to this rum display that Master P was a part of, and said, "Hey, can we get a?" Selfie?
3: Crasher, I did get a selfie with Demarcus Murray. You did, Demarco Murray. Yeah, we did when he was with the Cowboys. Oh, I did. didn't
5: think you did. So, no, we did. Okay. Okay.
3: But that, hold on, Stat Man. That's the significance of of this happening. Is you know, back in 1995, I here's this dude that spent the majority of his time doing rock and roll radio in Dallas and Los Angeles and doing TV. When I would would do TV, it was music. And UPN News 13 in Los Angeles hires this dude from KLOS Radio to come over and bring entertainment and music because of just really my, my depth of music experience of bringing unique artists. So in 95, 96, the West Coast had no idea who Master P was. I did given my relationship with Priority Records and their significance with rap artists, black artists. And I said, trust me, this guy is going to be the S. And Kirk, who is the black photographer video? Who, Kirk, Statman, help me?
4: Macklemore. Kirk
3: Kirk Macklemore. I believe he was on the shoot with me. We had to wait long to get Master P. We went, like, to Warner Brothers or somewhere to get this interview with Master P. But it's... the black people knew who this dude was nobody our news director older than me white dude he said i trust you kenny i trust you this master p guy is he's already, he already sold like three million records the other side of the mississippi and master p comes on the air with us and i mean black people are going, kenny this is significant you have master p on the air with you i said i understand this so for me, that's that. That was the significance of me seeing Master P <laughs> outside Turn One of Phoenix Raceway. Well, the not people... Tupac, not not no not not Shug, not no not people that are dead or dudes that are living off their older. Na- this is Master Freaking P <laughs> of all people, Statman, man, hanging out in Phoenix
4: people that have been with the speed freaks for any amount of time and not even from the beginning but for any amount of time one know that we have a music ex- excellence in it, in, through you and two whenever we could bring music into the world of motorsports and i finally remember that name after we were off the air last week funk master flex Damn. we had, <laughs> boom. Yeah. We boom. had him on the air several on the air video, and on our TV show several times. I mean, these are people that, that know music, obviously, and know motorsports. And uh, I think the bigger issue, not that you stopped the cart to go to take a selfie with Master P, but that Master P was at a NASCAR race hustling rum. That's got to be the headline <laughs> for the weekend. <laughs>
3: isn't that greatness?
5: Sugar Skull Rum, isn't that it? Now we're giving him play, I don't care. Too.
3: I am in Phoenix, and I see master freaking P. You would have given me A through Z choices to pick rappers outside of turn one at Phoenix Raceway. He would have been like triple Z. It was just. It's it's such a great. It just, it just brought back. I mean, that was 95, 96 when he was blowing up in the Midwest and the South. No one had heard of this dude in, in Los Angeles. Well, people did, but. But. People outside of of people that were a fan of hardcore rap. I mean, this this guy. It, it, go back and look at his his resume. Master P was significant was significant in bringing rap to the forefront. It was incredible what this guy uh, uh, about it about it exactly. Now you're going. That's the guy. Yeah, that's the guy. that's the guy who I would like to play about it about it. But it would take me four hours to edit out. Half the lyrics, but damn it, was it significant?
6: <laughs>
4: now, this, this is the only man. motorsports show, the only motorsports show in the world <laughs> that would talk rap and NASCAR in the same segment. No other show would do that. And Uh-oh. I'm pet, I'm breaking my arm, patting ourselves on the back right now because <laughs> that's the truth.
3: Oh, Freak Nation. And Master and that's right. Master P tried out and actually made like the D-League for, was it the New Orleans Hornets at the time? I think that's what it was. Yeah, really? Go, yeah, look it up, man. Jeez.
4: Geez. Well, he, he tried out. I don't know if he made the team, but he tried out. Yeah. He also was in the Dancing with the Stars and didn't make it past the first oh. cut, I don't think. Master P? Yeah. 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 Come on, Crash!
5: I know that's that's a show I like, and I missed that one. Yeah,
4: yeah. Uh, yeah that's how that's how short he was on the show. <laughs> right. You blinked, you missed it. <laughs>
3: Woo! <laughs> yeah, Master P says uh, had a contract with two different NBA teams in the late '90s: the Hornets in the 1998 preseason and the Toronto Raptors.
5: <laughs> wow! <laughs> so he's just a sports nut, anyway.
3: Oh, Matt. Kenseth, how about this when you have joe gibbs here in the freak nation you have time to get yeah we have, we have time to get to matt Kenseth. again if you follow us on twitter at speed freaks please do did I see someone give me grief? Did, yes. I, did I see yes. that? Well, yes. and again, look at, yes. the, look at their Twitter avatar. It's a just a. It's one of those.
5: It's, it's well. It used to be an it, egg, and now it's just a blank.
3: Someone giving me grief, to compare, yeah. comparing me to Adrian Peterson, because I've hammered Adrian Peterson about child abuse. Saying I. Because
5: I'm, you used the hashtag with the photo that you posted of us and Matt Kenseth after our interview with him today, and you were jokingly saying hashtag child abuse because Henley is upside down. She's yeah. going ah in the picture. And this guy came at you and said, oh, for all the times you make fun of Adrian Peterson for child abuse, this is not a joking matter.
3: Okay. Two words. Shut up. So Matt Kenseth, he's won at Phoenix Raceway once, and that was about 15 years ago.
5: Yeah, uh, 2002.
3: Okay, 15, 15 years, years ago. ago. The significance of this track, did Matt Kenseth have concerns coming in here
14: about winning this damn race? We've uh, had some great runs. Last fall, we, we ran really great here and had to race in hand, and of course, got that late caution and, and got wrecked out. Um, and then we've had some bad runs here, like we've had some crashes and blown tires and, and things like that. So it's been an up and down track. I've always liked it. Um, just, you know, it's just a real finicky place to get the car exactly like you want it. And we had a good car right away yesterday, so I felt like we were going to contend today. Are you hearing from your crew chief or anybody as the madness is going on between those that are in and those that are out? No, not at all. Never talked about it. We just worried about our car and trying to get it better and, um, you know, try to get it where it needed to be at the end.
5: However, having said that, when you did make the pass up against Chase Elliott to take the lead and then, of course, take the win, I know you're a metalhead, Matt Kenseth. What <laughs> Describe that moment in a metal song.
14: Uh, you had to go there, huh? So, um, you know, man, I shouldn't say this. For whom the bell tolls? No, I just got under and over it in my head from Five Finger Death Punch right now. I don't, I don't know why. If I did, I don't remember it. You can be and I will be you.
6: You can live just like a All
14: And I know I probably shouldn't, and that's not exactly how I feel, but um, <laughs> I run the Five Finger Death Punch a lot. And um, it's great. Ivan is great to run with.
5: Are you a marathoner as well? Everybody's a marathoner these days.
14: I've been training. I'm gonna run a half in uh, in December. Jamie's running a full McMurray, and I'm running a half. So I've been uh, I've been running a lot lately. Um, just I needed something during the week to be motivated and aim at, and uh, that's what I've been doing. And plus, you just feels so great when you're done running, and it kind of takes me away from everything for an hour or so.
5: But drivers aren't athletes. Come
14: on. Well, I'd say some are more athletic than others but I would say they're all technically athletes. Jimmy Spencer, even? Uh, he'd be the others. <laughs> Some are more athletic than others. Um, but I, I tell you what, you wouldn't want to fight Jimmy Spencer. <laughs> he would knock your block off, man.
3: Matt kids, the joint of the freaks, and Matt, it is bittersweet last
14: time at Phoenix, at least right now, for Joe Gibbs. What are the plans now? Oh, man, just, um, you know, got another one more race left, you know, got another seven days of this and go out and gonna try to race hard, get us another win at Homestead, and then, um you know, get through the banquet and Thanksgiving and all that stuff and take some time off. I've got a four-year-old to my right. The significance of this little girl right here. No, 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 when you you, w- gotta, you already messed that up. She just told you she was three. Just told you. you? Actually, she told me.
5: How old are you? Free.
14: She's free. The significance of a three-year-old that you can I got a crappy day.
3: I go home to that and it's all over with because it's just, it's golden.
14: Yeah, yeah, um, you know, family um, definitely puts things in perspective for sure. Congratulations, buddy. Always proud of what you do, man. Thanks, man. I was enjoy talking to you guys and seeing you. Thanks.
3: The significance of a Puerto Rican woman who wanted to be an astronaut. Now she's kicking the balls of NASCAR drivers. She joins us next, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas All Studios.
1: Speed Freaks, motorsports radio, redefined
3: The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance summer tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks
8: looking for more performance out of your car or truck looking to do it without breaking the bank then look no further than Lucas octane booster just one little bottle can increase the boost from your turbocharger while promoting a clean fuel burn for lower emissions Lucas octane booster is a genuine engine performance enhancer that is safe for turbos oxygen sensors and catalytic converters it stops the knocks while raising mpg and high compression engines not bad from one little red bottle
5: Hey, cat owners, stop killing the earth. Yeah, you heard me right. You've done angelic work by rescuing cats from death row. Now do your part to save the planet. Dump your old clay litter, part of 8 billion pounds of waste clogging up landfills yearly, and go to CatspotLitter.com. Order the all-natural, all-organic Catspot Litter. It's made of 100% coconut, it's long-lasting, it eliminates odors, and only weighs 5 pounds. Oh, and delivered to your door for just $15 a month with free delivery. Hello? Look, unlike old, dusty, heavy clay litter that we're so used to, Cat Spot Litter's work is not over when the litter box needs to be changed. When your Cat Spot Litter has run its course, you dump it in your garden, your lawn, compost it. It contains natural nutrients and absorbs water. You've saved a cat's life. Now go save the planet at catspotlitter.com. Your cat will thank you and the planet thanks you. Organic, odor eliminating, and just 15 bucks a month. Catspotlitter.com.
0: You're listening to Speed Freaks, Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined.
3: Sunday night, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Stat Man, and you know how to get a hold of us. We're therefore on Twitter at Speed Freaks, the Facebook page, the website at speedfreaks.tv. This segment brought to you by good friends at Continental Tire. You log on to continentaltire.com to find the right tire for your righteous ride. And Alba Colon is her name. And I got to be frank with you, Freak Nation, and with Alba. She's on the phone right now. I was not familiar with Alba Colon in motorsports until Phoenix Raceway brought her to us crasher mm-hmm. and you do the research on alba and of course they preface the the conversation about what she's done and what she's doing currently and it blew me away that we've we've been involved in motorsports for 17 years crasher and have never met alba cologne alba first of all welcome to the freak nation
17: thank you very, very much <laughs> thank you you know what it's a pleasure to meet you Doesn't matter that is now it's a pleasure to meet you i really love this state so i'm happy to be here in arizona
3: and that's what—that's what I understand. That you just did, not only do you enjoy being the being Chevrolet's program manager for the Cup Series, but you it, your second job is getting out from the track and talking to high schools and colleges and and groups across the country about what you do.
17: Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I I believe I have been very blessed with an amazing job. Uh, you know, with the opportunity not only to the- Work with cars that is fun, you know. <laughs> work in racing, travel, and you know, uh, my parents always, always told me you need to give back, you need to give back to others, and this is my way to give back, you know, to show others hey, um, these are these amazing jobs, but you can do whatever you decide that you are going to do and that you put your mind to be, you know. I never, nobody thought that <laughs> Puerto Rico was going to be here doing this kind of job, so you know what? But it took a lot of hard work, and look where I am.
3: You first wanted, Alba Cologne, by the way, uh, program manager for Chevrolet and the Cup Series, you you wanted to be an astronaut at first, and now you're, you're skulking around NASCAR garages telling people to do this. and do. What does your job entail, Alba?
17: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, I manage the technical resources that we provide to the NASCAR team uh, mainly the Chevrolet uh, team. So we help them, technically speaking. Let me give several examples from designing the bodies, uh, working on software, simulation, uh, CAD, uh, tires, truck absorbers, engine parts, everything that you you know that has to do with technology to make them faster. You know, uh, there's one of our engineers involved in that for us.
3: Holy smokes, that is nuts! It's I just again, you say Puerto Rican female wanted to be an astronaut, and you could school ninety nine percent of the men on this planet on <laughs> if we if, if any of us opened up a hood.
6: Oh
17: yeah, <laughs> oh, no, you know I, I I love what I do. I love what I do, and and you know I I mainly love the the pace of the sport and um, how you have to work. You know. Uh, work to make a car faster, you know, and and, and it's an amazing experience, you know, and, and use all the technology, you know, all this technology that you see that is in our hands and to, you know, to make cars faster and win choices and so on.
5: But Abba Cologne, hold on, you say your family likes the pace of the sport, but you're working a lot slower than what you used to. You used to be pretty deeply involved with drag racing and explain the difference <laughs> from drag racing to NASCAR.
17: No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but let me tell you, the kind of direct racing. There are less races than the NASCAR one. But, no, um, in drag racing, you know, pretty much you go straight in a quarter um, of a mile. So uh, we were working with the dog and funny cars and, and top fuel, you know, a lot of horsepower and so on. You know, the NASCAR races are more a little bit longer. You know, it can be from 300, 400, 500, up to 600 miles pretty much. And uh, you can go in a road course or what we call the Oval So instead of being like in a sprint race, it's pretty much, you know, an endurance race, like a marathon. Yep. But explain some of the differences technically from
5: drag racing to NASCAR, because you're right. Granted, the easy way of saying it is just point and go, you know, in a quarter mile or now 1,000 feet. But to make those drag racing machines go and not explode yet still stay on the track, there's a lot of nuances, a lot of difficulty that goes with that job.
17: Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, and, and again, you know, when, uh, okay, so when you have a straight, a straight car, you know, it, there's a lot of work to do, more technology to do with the engine side to make it a, a durable, to go to, you know, once again, to do very high, high speeds, okay, and the short times. But also, you know, the clutch, you have to work a lot of magic with the clutch. When when we go to the NASCAR side, you know, like an example, for a car to go, you know, to go around, you have to work a lot on, um you know, how the suspension works, how the shock absorber works, you know, the tow of the vehicle, those kind of things. And, of course, you have to make the engines to be a little bit more durable, but it's in the in the sense of the speed on how many miles they are going to be uh, driving. Like an example, like I say, you know, um, it's 500 miles, you know, but remember another thing. Let me tell you in one little detail. Um, you know, we can go and do, you know, 500-mile race, you know, and we can go and put a brand new, another brand-new engine together and go and do another 500-mile race and so on. You know, in direct <laughs> racing, they're pretty much, you know, those funny cars at Tuffield, they are rebuilding their engines pretty much after every run. And a typical car can have four runs uh, before they even get to, you know, to really, you know, doing qualifying before they even get to, you know, to participate for a win-win. And in a weekend, there can be four more runs. So they are pretty much uh, very different.
4: Alba Colon is the program manager for Chevrolet in the Cup Series. Alba, weren't you part of the uh, group that bought the Pro Stock trucks to the NHRA back in the late '90s?
17: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, at that time, there were um, you know different brands that joined, but I was the program manager for the. In the, with, with the truck, one, with the Prostar truck. and pretty much we don't only did, you know, the engineering side. I pretty much learned to do at that moment from the whole marketing side and put the whole team together. Uh, we, wanted, we were extremely successful uh, while the series was together. That was until the end of 2001.
4: Alba, follow me here a minute. Have you found it more difficult to work with the NHRA or NASCAR or maybe more difficult to get to the moon?
17: <laughs> That's a good question. That's a good question. You know what? I I think that pretty much doesn't matter which one is. I think that my passion I think that I have passion for speed, okay? Yeah. You know. And of course I think that it's more difficult to put somebody in a space and in the moon, but pretty much all of them involve a lot of technology. All of them involve, you know, to be very precise. Like an example, when you go there to a space you need to make sure you bring that human being, you live in space and coming back, you know. And when you put one of these drivers, it doesn't matter what car it is, you know, you need to make sure they are safe too, you know. So uh, I think that pretty much they relate.
4: Alba Colon is the program manager for Chevrolet and NASCAR. She's also has history in the NHRA and drag racing. The speed tricks have been involved in sports compact drag racing or were involved in sport compact drag racing way back in the day, almost before the sport was a sport. But one thing we've never understood is how the Puerto Ricans who competed in the sport were able to take Mazda RX-3s with 114 horsepower, 140 horsepower, and make them go 200 miles an hour. How'd they do that? What kind of passion is necessary to make that happen?
17: (laughs) You are right about that. Oh, wow. I haven't heard about that in long, long time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, you know, talking about that really quick, you know, I heard that from somebody, um, not, not about the direct deal but about, you know, the kind of students, you know, because I hire also students that come to work at General Motors And because our resources are very different, you know, they are pretty much less resources, we tend to be uh, tend to be resourceful. But find magic to make things happen. And I think that that, you know, helps us in that way you can have the kind of car that you just described, you know. That doesn't happen too often. Alba, can you give us a couple of stories? Now you're with the
5: Cup Series, or all, all of the NASCAR Garage. A couple of stories of your Chevy drivers. Great great stories working with them. Maybe some funny stories working with them. <laughs>
17: yeah. You know, I, I had one uh, with um, Delorean working uh, doing data acquisition. Well, that was before they won the, um, the Breaker 400. Hmm. You know, we had a great time doing several test sessions. You know, we were look, working in a lot of error. And I remember I, I had, a, I put the um, steering wheel out to get in the car to work on something. And when I went to put it back um, again, I didn't uh, put it correctly. And when he got in the car and he was going to go and drive, that steering wheel came out. Okay,
6: oh. Oh. and he
17: was not a happy camper, <laughs> he was not. A, but trust me, that I learned how to put a steering wheel correctly. Okay, that mistake never happened again. <laughs> did he Did he know it was you
5: and did he make fun of you or
17: anything? Yeah, the guys told him, the guys, you know, he asked like who went and did this, and pretty much the guys went immediately and said, Oh, that's her fault, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know? No, there, there are stories like that. You know, one time I, I was working on a data acquisition system inside a car, and somebody went and put some connectors wrong, and so I am inside the car, and there's a smoke inside the car, you know. So, believe me, that was no fun. Either, you know? But, you know, those are the stories that we laugh about right now. Exactly.
3: Yeah, you've worked with some of the greatest racers in all of racing, not just Cup, Absolutely. but uh, dr- drags and, and, and mm-hmm. Cup as well. Alba, what's your end goal now?
17: Hmm. You know, for sure I want to be very dominant. We are very dominant in the sports, and then we be the winningest um, brand ever, you know, here in American sports. And so far we have done pretty, pretty good about that. So, you know, we want to be the best of the best, have the best employees, and, of course, um, you know, have the best technology.
3: This has been fantastic, Alba. We wish you the best of luck. We know that it's been a hard climb for you, which is even more impressive, the fact that you've been doing this for so darn long in a male-dominated sport. I'm sitting right across from a woman that's gotten her butt kicked, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, not literally, but figuratively uh, by, by men over the last 17 years because of just who she is. And, and you being a very strong woman, you should be proud, and I'm sure many people are, of what you've done in motorsports. Oh,
17: thank you very much for me has been amazing, um, you know, the sport and everything that I have been doing, and, you know, the opportunities that we get, you know, like an example. I, I never thought when I was a kid that I would be in Arizona, and I have been here, I don't know, like 20 times in my life, you know, and the amazing <laughs> people and the things that I get uh, to do, and, you know, so you never know, you know, so a strong will and hard work get you, you know, far. And math and science. Yes, you are right. (laughs) (laughs) Study,
5: kids, study.
3: (laughs) Alba Colon, program manager for Chevrolet on the Cup side. We appreciate you joining us here in the Freak Nation. Hopefully we'll be able to meet face-to-face someday soon. Thank you, Alba.
17: Absolutely. Take care, and thank you very much to all of you.
3: I'm embarrassed, that man, that I did not know that Alba Colon existed. The significance of what, what she's succeeded in. I mean, without sounding like a freaking douchebag, for a, a Puerto Rican woman to be in her position in the garages of NASCAR, the all-white network, is incredible.
4: Uh, it is it is stunning to think that she survived and thrived inside of an environment that looks at anything less than old white men as being uh, sub, uh, less than... Perfect. Uh, I can't. Yeah, that's that's not. I don't want to go down that road too much, too far. But she she has had enormous success. I know what they've done to me. And I'm just an idiot media guy. But here's a woman who is an engineer who is able to take these cars and make them go faster and uh, be the brand manager for uh, Chevrolet, the most successful brand in NASCAR history. And she goes in and out of the garages, and they better uh, treat her with respect if they want to stay with the company.
5: Pretty cool. What was it? She won the Hispanic Heritage Foundation STEM Award just a month and a half ago. That's awesome.
0: So badass, man. So is this. Uh, <laughs> time for the nasty. You, 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 you edited did it. If you buy, it? It. You buy, it? Yeah. You buy it? get them up. I mean you body body that I mean, you mean you body, body. body. we well, say you
12: body body I represent This <laughs> 1990s real. And that's thriller.
0: the P Yeah, they label me a drug dealer Cause I'm violent I mean I'm rowdy been I hate biotic. them killers biotic. Everybody talk about biotic. We doing this uh. We doing that We doing what We in the studio Whipping up dope dress.
3: Come on, man <laughs>
0: We your grill. Cause if Alrighty. we ain't about you, you might get killed <laughs> He was at the NASCAR race today. I
3: loved it. I mean, just, I don't stop and get my picture taken with many people. No, you do not. I was just proud that I I worked with Priority Records closely in Los Angeles. My partner and I, Stan Fidel, and we got got in good with these guys. And I got a flattened record on my wall. Well, it's not on my wall right now. From Master P. And you've seen these, Crasher. Mm-hmm. I've got a gold record from MAC-10, and I've got a platinum record from Westside Connection.
5: Yeah, Westside is in your office right now.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, damn it. Man, am tooting my, toot my own horn right now?
5: No, because it took you a while to come around to other facets of music. You were a decade's worth in the 80s and potentially early 90s of all metal all the time, but... You came around, and I'm sure Statman had something to do with that, too, when you guys were working together and well, the TV entertainment The biz.
3: significance of music is you don't have to like it. Just understand. Respect it. Respect it, right. Yeah. And understand and respect why it's popular, where it's coming from, and dig down deep into the personalities. Ah, yeah. oh, it sounds like NASCAR. Dig down deep in the personalities. Not about the damn. It's about the damn drive of the personalities. We got to get the hell out of here, right?
5: And NHRA. HRA.
3: Shoot
0: the juice to the moose and stat, man. Oh, Cut it loose. See you. <laughs> Motorsports Radio, way to